0: Have you been struggling in your relationship? There could be more to it than meets the eye. Welcome to Let's Just Face It. I am your host, Raquel Jolina. For years, I was in a very toxic relationship, which I didn't recognize as abusive until the day I left. Let's take a look at the abusive patterns and behaviors to tear down the walls that could be holding you back from moving forward and living your best life, even after abuse. Facing small fears can lead to big changes. Are you ready to get started? Well, hello, friends, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Let's Just Face It. Today, we're going to be talking about why we keep forgetting the abuse. Yep, you heard that right. We tend to forget abusive instances in our relationship, and that is one of the reasons that why we keep staying in these sort of relationships. When you can't remember the bad things, it's just like they've never happened. And that is one of the main problems with an abusive relationship. Why do we forget the abuse? We forget the abuse because our minds tend to work to protect us. But when you're in an abusive relationship, that actually works against us. When the mind encounters these types of situations that are very painful for us, the mind forgets the abuse because the mind wants to protect you. This is called dissociation. We don't exactly forget the abuse. It's a way for the brain to store this abuse in a different place. This specific type of abuse is usually a relational abuse. When we're talking about relational abuse, it means somebody that is very dear to you. For example, it could be a family member, like a parent or a sibling. It could be a very close friend that you had for years and somebody that you really and deeply trusted. It could be your partner, your spouse, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. It could be somebody that you love, that you trust and or somebody that you depend on, whether it's financially, emotionally, any kind of way. These types of relationships, the relational relationships, are with people that we feel very strongly for. For example, in the case of a spouse, of a parent, you only believe that this person wants what's best for you. It's the way it should be. If they love you so deeply, why would they not do for you? It's all about being there for your partner, offering yourself to them, being available to them, loving them more than life itself, right? Well, in abusive relationships, you start the relationship believing that this person is all for you. You go through the love bombing stage and you get into the cycle of abuse where you experience the likable part of the relationship where you're loved, where you're cared for. And then, Comes the abuse, start joking around and saying things that they supposedly don't mean and being mean to you. And this doesn't necessarily mean that they strike you physically, but that could also be the case. In the cycle of abuse, you have up and down moments. It is a circle. When you're up, you're having a good time. You're into the relationship like you're with the love of your life, whether we're talking about a parent. You're having a great relationship with a parent, let's say your mother or your father, and you love them deeply. They gave you life. They brought you up. You believe that they've given you the best that they can. If it's a spouse or a boyfriend or girlfriend, they're there for you. They've given you support. They're there for you for everything. You feel loved and you feel cared for. And then there's the bottom part of the circle where there's the abuse, where they tell you that you're not good anymore. I thought you were better than that. I thought I raised you better than that. You don't trust me because you don't trust yourself. You're too sensible. You're too untrusting. And they keep telling you all these things that will go from making you feel like you're the best person in the world to making you feel like you're the worst person in the world. For example, in my abusive relationship, I had a specific cycle that I recognized in the relationship, but I didn't know anything about abusive relationships. Like I've said before, I just thought he was a jerk. I was not associating this type of behavior with abuse at the time. I remember he used to tell me that I was the best mother or the best lover or his best friend or that I did something specifically in the best way possible and that he could not get along without me, that I was his world. But then, this was like a three-day or five-day cycle. And in his case, specifically, it had to do with his drinking problem. Because of the nature of who they are and their personality disorders, they tend to have addictive personalities. And in my case, he was addicted to alcohol. Whenever he would go out and drink, whether it was with his friends Or by himself and he would get totally wasted, so drunk to the point that his face looked like it was melted. I don't know if you know what I mean, but when a person gets so drunk that they can't even handle their facial expressions, when he got home, that was what he was. He had a melted face. And in that moment, I knew that he was going to come back and contradict specifically what he had said three to five days ago. It was always a cycle of three to five days. I always knew when he said I was perfect and beautiful and blah, blah, blah. Three to five days later, he would tell me the complete opposite. I was bad in bed. I was a bad mother. If you can't clean the house, let me know. I'll have to pay for somebody to do the job for you. You can't handle taking care of two kids. And he would always turn everything around in three to five days. And this is a perfect example of a cycle of abuse. It might be different for some. Some may include alcohol or other kind of addictions and some of them are just bad even without them. But this was my case and this I always forgot. I knew that it was coming because it became so obvious in his personality that I knew that it was coming, but it always hurt. It always hurt even though I knew that it was coming. But the one main thing is that after the cycle ended, I would forget. I realized that I was forgetting all this information when something similar happened again. I used to journal back in the day when I was really young. I had diaries and journals all over the place. And I used to write about all the boys I liked and the poems that I wrote. But then all of a sudden I grew up and I thought that I outgrew it. So I stopped journaling. Towards the end of my relationship, moving out and moving on from there, I started writing everything that was happening. I started writing everything that I remembered. I thought one day I could write a book about everything that had happened to me. Not specifically the abusive relationship, but now more than likely. That's probably what it will be if it comes to that at some point. But I started writing everything. I started writing the date and what I was thinking of. And then another day, I sat down and started writing about my day. But then I started remembering other things and I started writing them down. I also got triggered by videos that I saw, either by Instagram or Facebook or even TikTok. And it brought things to my mind that I had forgotten about the abuse. Again, our minds work to protect us, but in a sense, they work against us. Because if you keep forgetting the instances of abuse in the relationship, you feel that everything is going right as planned and you don't remember those instances of abuse till they come back around. What can you do about this? There's nothing we can do with the way our brain stores information because this dissociation happens and there's nothing that we can do about it. What you can do about it is journal. There's nothing better to do, not a better exercise for you to do than to journal. Get a notebook, buy a journal, get a binder, use your notes on your phone, but figure out a way to keep this information top of mind. You don't have to read it every day, but whenever you feel uncomfortable, it's something that you can go back to. I did not remember many abusive behaviors and patterns until I started writing them down. And I started with one, and I ended up remembering another, and then another, and then another. I was already out of the relationship when I was journaling, and it did not help me during my relationship because I was already out. But it did help me in understanding what I had been through. If you're still in your relationship and you're not feeling comfortable and you're feeling like you're walking on eggshells or you feel like this person is an energy vampire, start writing what's going on in your relationship. Start writing how you felt at the beginning of your day, how you felt at the end of your day. Start writing about instances where you are without this person and how you felt without this person and then write, the instances that happened with that person that day. This will keep your mind clear. When you go back to your journal, you will realize how you felt without them and how you felt with them. You will realize that things are very repetitive because abuse is a cycle. So what goes around comes around and you're at the top and then you're at the bottom, but then you go back to the top and forget about the bottom. You need to understand that because our brains work differently when we are under painful, stressful situations, you need to figure out a way to help your brain work through this information. This dissociation caused by the relational abuse created by your parent, your friend, or your partner is going to keep happening. But the way that you can handle it is when you remember it. If you don't remember it, you're going to keep trusting this person. You're going to keep trying to fix your relationships. And that's not what we want. We want to recognize the abuse and realize the type of relationships that we are having so we can retire ourselves from this abuse, from this relationship, so we can keep the peace in our lives and remove these people from our life. The way our brain works takes this painful information and hides it somewhere deep in our subconscious. And because it's hidden so deep within ourselves, it's hard for us to keep it top of mind. The only way for you to be able to handle, understand, and keep yourself from forgetting the abusive parts of your relationship is to start journaling. I have created 10 journaling prompts It's a free guide that you can download today so you can start journaling. Like I said, just get a notebook and start journaling today. Keep your mind open to what is happening so you are better prepared to deal and handle these types of situations. This is not something that is happening just to you. This is something that happens to all of us. Whenever you encounter very painful situations, specifically in abusive relationships, our brains work very hard to remove this information and hide it deep within our subconscious. Because if it's not there, we feel better. But the problem is, because we believe it's no longer there, we keep working towards something that's not fixable. Whether it's the relationship with your mother, whether it's the relationship with your best friend, whether it's a relationship with with your partner. You need to know whether you're in a cycle of abuse, especially when you love this person so deeply. Our minds can't comprehend the fact why this person that is supposed to love us so much could be hurting us. And that is why this happens. This is why the dissociation happens, because our brains can't comprehend these types of feelings, and therefore they're stored away. When you journal about them, you keep bringing them up and you keep remembering them so you can work towards having a better life, having better relationships, and realizing that you are in a cycle of abuse that needs to be broken down. When you start journaling, you stop forgetting the abuse because it's right there for whenever you want to sit down and read what's going on. Once you realize what you're doing, journaling daily, or at least a couple of days a week, you're going to go back to it and remember and keep this information top of mind so you can take the actions that you need to take to cut these people out of your life. And if you can't remove them totally out of your life so you can create patterns and boundaries so you can keep these people away from real people that want to love you and care for you and people that you can trust. We need to set boundaries with people that are trying to hurt us. And the only way that we can keep track of this is by journaling. You can go to raquelcolinacom forward slash connect. And there you will find your free guide to download 10 journal prompts. So you can start journaling today. I will post the website on the show notes below. I will also post how you can reach me if you have any questions You can also DM me on Instagram. I hope you take me up on this offer and start journaling today. Again, if you don't know where to start, download my free guide, 10 journaling prompts to get you started. Don't wait any longer. The abuse will not get better, but it can get worse. And the problem with you staying in a cycle of abuse is that it keeps breaking you down. Deeper and deeper the longer you stay. Abusive relationships are meant to be handled differently. Stop trying to fix the people that are trying to break you down. Open your eyes and realize that you have different options. And if you still don't understand what is happening in your relationship, you're still not sure if it's abusive, start journaling and you'll figure it out sooner than later. Download the free guide at rakalcalina.com forward slash connect. You will find there all the ways to get in touch with me and especially your free guide. And don't forget, facing small fears can lead to big changes. Don't forget to, to share changes. this episode with a friend or a loved one that might need this information. This way you will help me reach more people like you. Also, sign up for the email list at RaquelKalina.com forward slash email. Don't forget, facing small fears can lead to big changes. Thank you for being here with me today. Have a blessed week.